I was originally told I'd be addressing a lot of taxi drivers. So I had one thing in mind I wanted to tell them. And mashallah, we have our own Marid Madras going on. Hmm? Here we will share with you then one other thing. That is a very important topic, but uh, I will just tell you very briefly. In the UK, no matter how many problems the current generation has, the real decision whether Islam will survive in this country is going to be based on your children, on your next generation. And a lot of people, especially in our Indian, Pakistani, Somali, immigrant communities, are making a big mistake. And that mistake is, is that you think that the only thing you have to do is give your children deen. Actually, you have to give your children dunya also. And this is a very, very big difference. And I was born and raised in New York City, which is famous for Pakistani cab drivers. Very big difference between New York and Manchester. The difference is that in New York City, the Pakistani or Somali cab drivers, all of their children become accountants, engineers, even become doctors. And because they're strong in dunya, because of that they're strong in deen. Because they didn't waste time. The same thing that we tell those students on this path of tazkiyah, that you have to stay away from sin and you have to stay away from ghafla. The sins of the dunya and the ghafla of dunya. So they made sure their children stayed away from those things. Because you see children between age of 10 and 18, they cannot do deen all the time. It's never going to happen. There's going to be a very small part of their time that they spend on deen. The rest of the time they're going to spend on dunya. And the problem is, is that England as a country is going down in terms of its values, in terms of a society. So the type of dunya that is out there for your children to participate in is much, much worse than anything you may have seen when you came to this country 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. So you have to not just give your children deen, you have to manage their dunya. This is a very important thing and the masjid can play a wonderful role in this. The masjid should be the place where they come and learn science. The masjid should be the place where they come and they get tutored in their education. They need to get dunya in a clean way. It can never happen that your children get dunya in an unclean, sinful, haram, ghafil way and somehow you will be able to insert deen in their life. That's never going to happen. And I've met so many people who actually are mashallah on deen, following sunnah, praying salah and their children are completely out of control. It's not because they didn't teach their children deen. They did teach their children deen. They did send them to Makkah. They didn't make sure that the children weren't affected by dunya. So they inserted deen on top of a dunya which has sin 
dunya which had haram, a dunya which had ghafla. And that deen didn't take an effect. It did not have an effect on them. Because the base wasn't strong. This is why Allah told us in Quran, Rabbana atana fi dunya hasana. That you have to be pure and noble in your dunya, then you can get the hasanat of akhirah and deen. And if you're impure in your dunya, which a lot of the youth are, that's why, and our friends who are here who are imams, this is why I stopped coming to Manchester. Because in the masjid, you have people who are above 45 or under 12. You don't have people between 12 and 30. Illa mashallah. Why don't they come to the masjid? Is it not their parents religious? Yes. They know something about maktab? Yes. Because they're so involved in the sins of dunya. They're involved in ghafla. They're involved in TV, music, movies, leisure, pleasure, entertainment, recreation. So they don't want to be here. You don't see them. I've been up and down this whole country. The lowest level of deen I've seen in any city is Manchester. You are so much lower than London, <coughs> even lower than Birmingham. The level of deen here is scaring me. And every time I come, it's almost like it's less. <laughs> and this is what I feel is the reason. That you think that you just have to do effort of deen and somehow the kids will leave them. No, you have to give them dunya. The parents must sit with the children. You have to sit with them and make them interested in science so they're not interested in movies. You have to teach them about Turkish civilization and history so they don't surf other things on the internet. You have to manage their engagement in dunya. If they can somehow be protected from the ills of this society, then they will come to deen. And if you don't manage their dunya and you just let them free, then you, I don't think you people realize how bad it is out there. The average English person from this socio-economic background in the ages of 12 to 20 is engaged in serious sin. Smoking is just the least of it. Drugs, drinking, immodesty, zina, it's rampant. It's no longer, even when I grew up in New York City, it's nothing compared to what this country has become. And America probably is also catching up. So we don't realize what a very serious situation Serious situation we're in. It's not enough that we have 10, 15 of us who are turban and there's 100 of us who come on some weekly bian or madlis or gust. You have to count the thousands out there. <laughs> Tens of thousands out there. If you can't catch them through deen, catch them through dunya. Yes? <laughs> Even if you can protect them this much, maybe they never look like this. But at least their time in dunya is spent free from sin. They don't look at haram, they don't speak haram, they don't listen to haram. This is a major accomplishment. If you can raise a child from 10 to 18 like that, when he's 19 they'll choose the deen themselves. <laughs> because they have a base, they're solid, they're pure, they're free from sin. They will choose the deen themselves. And let me tell you another thing, in a society like this, Basically, people have to choose deen for themselves. The parents, masjid imams can no longer shove it down a person's throat. The child will have to come to deen on their own. The best we can do is to protect them from sin. And it's very interesting, our own line of mashayat with the soul from Tazkiyah. Every few years we see this, that they keep talking more and more about this. 
Uh, yes, there was a time they would recite love poetry, a time they would talk about the Qurub and Marfat with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But those topics are now beyond the reach of most of the people. So actually the need of the time is simply lead a life free of sin. You must leave all sin entirely. This is an accomplishment. If your child is not Hafiz, if he's not this, he's not that, but if you can tell me I raised my child that from 10 to 18 they didn't do sin, I think that child can become a great Hafiz Alam Wali on his own now. <laughs> and if you say my child is Hafiz, but I couldn't stop him from smoking, I couldn't stop him from this sin, I couldn't stop him from that sin, I couldn't stop him from that sin, <laughs> then this Ummah doesn't need that. <laughs> they don't need sinners who look like Sunnah. We need people who have the Sunnah heart of Nabi Akram Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who no longer have sin in their heart anymore. So because all the mashallah and it's a very good thing and Sayyidina Rasulullah said he would be happy in front of Allah Ta'ala at the children of Ummah had so mashallah a lot of you have a lot of children a lot of you have three, four, five, six, seven children so if there are 20 of you here that means that's about you know a hundred children and there are more coming hmm? you have to work on these children you have to sit with them and a lot of the mothers mashallah in this community, they go to parenting courses and they listen to talks and they're trying to become better. But the fathers are absent. You are the missing ingredient in your child's life. You have to find some time to spend with your children. I don't care how many shifts you have to drive the taxi. I don't care how many takeaways you run because I'm telling you, the Pakistani cab drivers in New York City, the Pakistani takeaway restaurant people in New York City, they used to sit with their children. They might not even have been able to understand the homework. Once the child became 12, 13, 14, he probably couldn't even understand. But he used to sit, he would always tell his child, which you don't have the people in UK telling the children, son, I don't want you to be like me. It's impossible, <coughs> literally. I'm sitting on the member. I have not seen even one, even one person who was born in America and drives a taxi. Every single Muslim who came and drove a taxi, he made sure that his children who are born there are going to do something else. And I'm also telling with my own eyes, they became better in deen than their parents also. Here, I have met with my own eyes, people who have been born in this country, and they're a taxi driver, they're a rail switch worker, they're postmen. I've never seen one like that in America. So the immigrant community, you must fix the dunya of your children. I'm not talking about making them rich, I'm talking about sin-free. But the reality is that if the child is told to work hard in their studies, they have less time for sin. And when the child isn't given that message from home, and they just loiter around all the time, and they're free all the time, and they have bad role models already in all of these Muslim communities of Manchester, they have 20-year-old druggies in front of them, they have 20-year-old high school dropouts and postal workers from the community in front of them. They see that. That's their role model. Unless the parents give them a strong signal otherwise, the children are going to go in that direction also. So when they're lazy in dunya, they become lazy in deen. Yes, now maybe one or two of them when they hit their 20s, 30s, some alam, some sheikh, some jamaat may be able to touch them. But for everyone you catch back, <laughs> there's still so many you don't recover. 
Why are you letting yourself lose them in the first place? The effort is not supposed to be after they're 25 and the effort is on us. No. The effort is on you, the fathers, when they're between the ages of 10 and 18. You have to catch them. You should be catching 99% of them. 1% of them that slip through your fingers then all ulama, mashag, jamaats will go out and try to catch them. But you've made it the other way around. You've made it the other way around. So you have to get serious. You must sit with your children. You must talk to them about everything that is halal, interesting in this world. Because this is Sayyidina Rasulullah used to tell stories. Umm Mu'mineen Sayyidina Aisha radiyallahu stories. Allah Akbar. He Sayyidina Rasulullah, he Sallallahu Alaihi When did he do this? He did this when she was young. This is how the Prophet of Sunnah, he taught us how to talk to people who are 16, 17 years old. Don't give them heavy hitting lectures on deen. Just be with them. Befriend them. Talk to them. Keep them connected. So this is our message for those of you who come for second Jummah. May Allah Ta'ala accept this from us. May Allah Ta'ala protect all of our children. May Allah Ta'ala make each and every one of us a better husband and a better father. And may He make us a source of inspiration and make each and every one of us ourselves the role model for our own children. Wa'afnu da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.